Welcome to the Walking in Freedom podcast. I'm Amy Reardon. Join me every other week as I share episodes created to help you pursue deeper intimacy with Jesus and walk in freedom as you discover and embrace who you're created to be. Thanks for joining me. Hi everyone, it's Amy. Today I wanted to candidly share something with you that has been on my heart for a little while now. I'm going to share about a situation that I just recently walked through and I actually was not originally going to share this at all. I had another episode planned to publish today, but I changed my mind and decided to record this because I believe that this does not just apply to me, what I'm going to share with you. I'm realizing that it may likely apply to many of you as well, even if the details of your situation is different. So to give you a bit of a backstory to this, as many of you know, I was preparing to move to another office in the beginning of this month. My husband and I were very excited to be planning to move to a new office building, which would allow me the opportunity to branch out a little bit more with clients and do more coaching and prayer ministry locally. Up until now, I've done most of my coaching online, which I enjoy and I'm going to continue to do, but I've been looking forward to doing more of this also in my own community. My husband and I, for the last few years, have shared a one-room office building. So when I'm there, for confidentiality reasons, he cannot be there. And when he was there, I couldn't be there. So this was a building that we were going to rent that had several rooms in it. And I could have my own office and he could have his own office. So we could be in the same building at the same time if we needed to. So this was going to allow me the opportunity to branch out a little bit more and have more flexibility than I had had before. So I could still coach online, but I would be able to do more in person in my own community. Well, a couple of weeks before we were originally going to move into the new building, we got the keys early and we were excited to look around a little bit more to plan where everything was going to go when everything came crashing down, when my husband discovered mold on the wall and we saw condensation on the floor and it was very obvious there was there was a lot more going on than what we could immediately see and we knew right away this was not a building that we could move into. Many of you know that I had dealt with a serious physical illness for years because of mold. And while I realize mold is everywhere, this was not a building we both recognized that that I could move into and spend several hours a week in, even if that leak was fixed, because there was a leak that went undetected for a while, because the building had not been occupied for several months. So to say the very least, we were both discouraged and I realized I no longer had an office that I was going to move into of my own, but not just that, the lease for the place that we had had for a few years, that was going to be up as well. So we had no place to go (laughs) for a little while. So my excitement of having my own office turned into discouragement and disappointment. As I kept making attempts to put this in the Lord's hands, I felt myself battling 
a deeper sense of discouragement than I had ever anticipated. It didn't seem to match the situation at hand. I had been through worse things in my life. This was not a life or death situation, but I was feeling extremely discouraged, more so than I had anticipated. A week or so went by and then I started not feeling well. My kids had started school at this point and a virus was going around the school as it often does in the beginning of the school year and I was suddenly dealing with it as well. I was feeling run down and stuck at home and before I knew it then I was feeling even more discouraged than ever. You know how sometimes when we're feeling physically tired or dealing with something that's wearing us down, we can feel even more vulnerable to weariness. And that's exactly what was happening to me. It started to feel like a black cloud was over my head and I couldn't figure out why. It felt like fear, despair, dread, discouragement, disappointment, and hopelessness all wrapped up into one. At the same time, I became very much in my head and thinking all the time, trying to figure everything out, stressing over things, and really shifting into analytical mode, which I can very easily do. That is the mode that I shifted into, but I was not praying. I've done this before, and I always end up feeling quite miserable as a result, and that's exactly where I was. Yes, I had been sick and trying to recover and I had been under some stress, but at that point I became so discouraged that it became very difficult to even pray. I was not spending any time with the one who gives me life. I was not spending time with the one who gives me nourishment and I was not spending time with the one who gives me peace and I needed all of that, especially the peace at that point. I can look back now and see that in all of the busyness that went along with the excitement of packing up my belongings at our former office in order to move to the other place, in all of that I had become distracted. In looking back, I had not been spending as much time as I normally do with the Lord even before all of this happened. I didn't notice it because everything was going well. Then, when everything hit, I became incredibly discouraged and run down very quickly. It's like there was nothing to pull from, I didn't have any reserves, and it all happened in a very short period of time. I distinctly remember feeling as if I knew I was in a very vulnerable position by feeling as weighed down as I was and not spending time with God like I normally did. I was placing myself in a very vulnerable position by doing that. What I needed to do was spend time in the secret place with the Lord. But the overwhelming sense of discouragement that I felt at that point made it so difficult to do so. It's like something so heavy was sitting on me and weighing me down that it was really hard to spend time with him. I was unknowingly letting my relationship with him drift because when I would start to pray, anxiety would begin hitting me. And that is not the norm for me at all. 
And that's when it finally started to hit me. I was dealing with much more than just disappointing circumstances and trying to get over being sick. I was wrestling with a form of spiritual oppression. Ephesians 6, 11 through 18 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So in not spending as much time with God due to the anxiety and the extreme disappointment and weight that was sitting on me, every time I tried to pray, I was preventing myself from getting out from underneath the oppression that I was being attacked with. So why am I sharing all of this with you today? I'm sharing this with you to remind you and to encourage you to be aware that there's a, there's a very real spiritual battle going on all around us. This is not at all something to be scared of, but it's something to be aware of. When we're aware of what's going on, we're better equipped to use the tools that God has already given us to fight the battles that we come up against. Fighting spiritual battles in a natural way like I was trying to do, that won't ever work. This is one of the reasons that it's so important to be spending time in the secret place with the Lord. Have you been spending time in the secret place with him? There are many different places in the Bible where dwelling in the secret place is mentioned. To dwell somewhere means to live or to stay there as a resident. If we dwell in the secret place, this means we are to live there. This is a place of shelter, of safety, and of refuge. Dwelling in the secret place is vital to our walk with God. One of the most important things that you and I can do is begin our day with Jesus and keep our eyes on him throughout the day. We need to learn how to abide in the secret place. In the secret place, we make ourselves more vulnerable before God and experience his intimate love for us, which we all need. The secret place is a place of shutting out the world around us and getting alone with the Lord. It's vital for our continued healing and freedom to dwell here. Even more, it's vital for our continued relationship with Jesus. It's important to spend time in the secret place with him when we're going through trials, but it is just as important to be spending this time with him when everything is going well. It's in the secret place where we are changed. So do you need a place of safety 
or refuge right now. This is the secret place. The secret place is talked about in Psalm 91, and I encourage you to read that today or listen to it today, even if you've done so many times before. So have you been under the weight of discouragement, anxiety, disappointment, or another kind of oppression? I encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom on how to fight the battle that you're in. He can help you. He wants to help you. We can't fight these battles on our own. And remember, the secret place is your place of shelter, safety, and refuge. Before I close out this episode today, I want to pray for you. Lord God, I thank you for reminding us, for reminding me that you have given us tools to equip us for every battle that we face. Father God, you are our hope, our shield, our nourishment, our life, our safety, our strength, and our sustenance. Lord God, I pray that you show us any way that maybe we've become distracted or if there's something in the way of our relationship with you. Is there something that you want us to lay down? If there's something that we have started treating as more important than our time with you, Lord God, I pray that you show us, even if we've never noticed it before. I choose, I choose to lay down anything that has come in between you and I, Lord God, and I pray that everyone listening to this does the same thing. I love you, Lord, and I thank you for how faithful you are to show me when I've gotten off track like I did recently. Thank you for exposing the enemy here and for equipping us to fight the battles that we will all come up against. I pray for each person listening to this. I pray that you encourage them where they need it, Lord God, too. I pray that you open their eyes to see what they need to see concerning any battle that they are in right now. Show them how you have equipped them to fight it. I thank you that we don't need to fight our battles alone. You are always with us and you have given us the tools that we need. We resist the spirit of fear, discouragement, despair, hopelessness, and anxiety. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that instead we embrace your peace, your comfort, your hope, your joy, and your rest. I thank you, Lord, that we can spend time with you in the secret place when we are in the middle of a chaotic battle and also when there's peace. We can spend time with you in the secret place when we're feeling weary and when we're at rest. And I do thank you, Lord God, for the rest that we can find in you and in you alone. I pray for anyone who needs rest from any kind of battle that they're in today, whether it's a physical battle, a spiritual battle, mental or emotional battle. I pray that the Holy Spirit's peace rests on you and that your soul is quieted in Jesus' name. That your nervous system is quieted and at peace in Jesus' name. I pray that you find rest as you spend time with him in the secret place. If you've been trying to do that and having trouble, ask him for wisdom on how to do that. You don't have to start with a large amount of time. Start with something small. If you feel 
condemned over that. That's not him. That's the enemy. The Lord wants to spend time with you. He misses you. And you can do that little bits at a time and build up from there. I pray that if he shows you something to lay down or to surrender to him, that you're able to access the grace that's available for you to surrender this to him. He loves you and he wants you to find rest in him. This is a kind of rest that can't be found anywhere else. I pray that you're able to rest in him. He's your place of shelter, safety, comfort, and rest. Jesus is also our ultimate place of hope. He is your hope. He's my hope. There's such incredible hope that can be found in him. When we're feeling discouragement or when disappointment or grief or despair can start to weigh in on our hearts, Jesus can give us everlasting hope. This is a steady kind of hope that you and I can always hold on to no matter what is going on around us. I thank you, Jesus, for the hope, the steady, steady hope that can always be found in you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I encourage you to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. Stop over to my website, walkingfreedomministries.com, for more. Talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.